Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. 888 900 Uh And Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you'd like to tweet. Uh, let's... Start out with the, uh, you know, we'll be right back in about 60 seconds thing. Because um, you got to tell you about WaxRx. Uh, when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? If ever. If it's been a while or if you never have, you actually don't even need to go into the doctor anymore. Does sandblasting your ears count? Uh, no. I may or may not have tried that at one point. So I just wanted to see if yeah, that, that counted. That's probably not smart. You know, like the candling thing? It didn't feel Putting good. Putting a flame near your sure. skull is not a good idea. Okay. You got hair on your head, usually. Well, you don't, but many people do. Um, <laughs> there it is. And then, uh, you know, then you could jam the, the Q-tips into your ear and break your eardrums. Uh, none of those are good solutions. Mm-mm. Wax RX is a great solution. You can use it now without a prescription. There's no more expensive trips to the doctor necessary. No more wasted time. Using things that don't work. Or it could actually be downright dangerous. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout and you'll get free shipping. Finally, there is a solution for stubborn earwax buildup. It's usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. Offer code radio. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. So a uh, uh, Jussie's hoax update. Uh, you know he used a check to pay the Jamaican brothers. Ah, that was just a personal training fee. That's all that was. So uh, Jussie's Jussie is sticking to the fact that it's not a hoax. That it it actually those two guys for whatever reason attacked him. Uh, I guess that's the only the only alternative, right? They weren't white guys, which is what he said. Uh, so they're not racists. So it wasn't a hateful racist attack. Um, there's a rumor he had a relationship with one of them. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but the 3500 bucks he says, was for a personal training fee. Okay. All right. I mean, he wrote it right on the check, right? Something about it. Yeah. Something about a training thing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do that, though, if you were just paying him for something else. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't that, tell you anything. That reminds me of, like, fantasy football when we pay the winner. Um, back in the day, we used to write checks to each other. You know, some of us would. And uh, in the four, in the memo category, we wouldn't necessarily write, you know, you're the champion. We would write something very off-color as, oh, to, wow. as to what that was for. Uh-huh. So, sur- surely huh. you could never. Yeah, you uh, could never do that. You can't, that's, uh, you can't, you can't do that on your check. Uh-uh. <laughs> so um there's seven pretty good lessons that we learned about the media in the jussie smollett aftermath um you know i mean it is all but official that he lied about what was happening he just hasn't admitted it yet um and he says the two men attacked him doused him with bleach threw a noose like rope around his neck yelled racial and homophobic slurs at him uh, oh, and one yelled something about being in MAGA country. <laughs> I mean, the heart of Chicago is if we've <clears throat> if we've said it once. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, there's a few gaping holes in the story there. Like, uh, why couldn't the cops recover any footage of the attack, uh, despite thousands of cameras in the area and going over 
hundreds of hours of tape. Who plans to mug somebody in sub-zero temperatures at 2 in the morning? Uh, Why did Smollett ask police to turn off their body cameras during the initial interrogation? Uh, How many MAGA fans are there in Chicago? Plus, uh, bleach freezes at about 19 degrees Fahrenheit. So... (laughs) Come, that was not just a block of ice coming out of whatever container. Um, and that's <clears throat> those are just a few of the problems with the story that Smollett told. But still, the media was all over it. The media ate it up. The media was so excited about it, and they're never they're, so they're never going to learn. Are they ever going to learn to be cautious about any of this stuff? And this came directly on the heels of the Covington kids. And just about every media outlet pounced on that selectively edited video rather than root out the truth. And most news organizations still haven't even apologized or taken back what they said. Reporters didn't look into it at all. Number two thing that we learn celebrities aren't going to apologize just a bunch of stars rushed in to attack uh, both trump and supporters after this attack ellen page led the way savaging the trump administration for directly leading the attack you might know her she is in a show called um the umbrella academy and very very liberal progressive so they were all wrong, <clears throat> but will any of them apologize? Of course not. Of course not. Number three, uh, the Roseanne Barr standard won't apply. Roseanne's signature show came back last year, wowing fans and bringing in decent ratings in the process. That's all the more impressive since the situation comedies aren't exactly huge these days. And she was fired uh, because of one Racially tinged tweet. One. What Smollett did, I mean, that is, that's unbelievably worse compared to what Roseanne did. So far, he's still on Empire. Four, uh, the Trump derangement syndrome still continues. Uh, Like many of his Hollywood peers, obviously Smollett hates Donald Trump tweeted about his feelings many times. Uh, That's not a problem. Now, uh, think about how much you must hate someone to uh, implicate that person's followers in a manufactured attack like this. I mean, that is, that's just insanity. Mm -hmm. That's derangement syndrome taken to an extreme. Also, uh, local media often Trump's the national outlets. Uh, Rafer Weigel and Rob Elgus. Nobody had ever heard of them, probably outside of Chicago before. Now they deserve to have a much larger following than they do because both of these guys were on this story and digging up facts and details of the story that the national media didn't have until much later. 
Number six, uh, there is a reason the Chicago police move so cautiously. It's been interesting to watch Chicago police in action. Uh, Their public information officer spoke with a lot of caution and consideration with every new revelation because the presumption would be the department is racist and wouldn't be willing to to grab Smollett's attackers with the uh, vigor that they afforded a white victim. Also, there was a uh, blistering report from Democrat Mayor Rahm Emanuel citing systemic racism within the department. So I'm sure they're very careful about the way they go about things now. And the eyes of the whole nation were on Chicago. And the seventh thing we can learn uh, is that in a sane world, reporters would dig deeper into this thing and find out why Smollett would do this. Will he be charged for his actions? Uh, When will Empire or Fox, 20th Century Fox, 21st Century Fox now, when will they fire this guy? If ever. Why did so many people rush to judgment in this case? Why are there so many similar hoaxes involving Trump and Trump supporters? Uh, The hatred is just out of control in the media for this guy. And, of course, the maybe the eighth thing we learned is that Brian Stelter from CNN continues to suck. And I mean really badly. <laughs> that guy, so disingenuous. I think we talked about this last week, that he came here for a little visit. Uh, what was it? Maybe a year ago? I missed that. When he Did was you here. really? Yeah. Yeah, he came down and I think he spent two days with Glenn. And his... His thing was, oh, let's, okay, so let's get together and maybe we can find some common ground. That's not what he was trying to do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his his uh, deal was unless he just wanted to um, find a way to get at Glenn from the inside. I, I, I don't know. But uh, he has been a total douchebag ever since. Wow. And he was treated incredibly well here, by the way. And now he just, he continues to uh, stir up trouble and, you know, give the CNN uh, spin to every single story. Every single story. He hates Trump as much as anybody, and he's, he's just playing the hate Trump game. When he's trying to present himself as if he were completely above the fray. Yeah, and it uh, it takes it takes a special kind of effort um, to stand out on CNN as the uh, as the one who hates Trump the most. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Because there's a pretty there's a pretty good competition. There's a going lot of on people there. going for that title. <laughs> no doubt about it. Cuomo's kind of uh, toned it down a little bit lately. I don't know why, but uh, every once in a while, Cuomo will say something reasonable. I, I don't know why. Just like out of the blue, he'll all of a sudden say something that makes sense, and you're like, wait, what? What? Did you just make sense? What is going on? What happened? And then he's right back into yeah, yeah, yeah. being a lunatic. But. It's his clone because he's on vacation. That might be. So the, that uh, might be Andrew what it Cuomo is. Clone comes in there. Uh huh. Doesn't isn't quite programmed correctly. So did you watch the uh, Oscars last night? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Never. Not one moment of it. Um, seeing some of the highlights today, if you can call them highlights. Uh, but uh, did not watch 
I didn't I didn't watch the presentation at all last night. I've never even heard of the movie that won. I can't believe you haven't heard of it. Not even at all. It's been talked about quite a bit because of its racial tinged thing mm-hmm. and and I guess that they kind of downplay the racism or something in the 50s. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So mm-hmm. but the best picture went to Green Book. Okay. Which Keith has never heard of. Nope. <laughs> uh, best director went to Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron. Sure. For Roma. Sure. Which was a uh, movie on Netflix. So I was going to say, I Netflix see that pop did, up all the time. Yeah. Netflix got an Academy Award last night. And on the Drudge Report, there's a big headline. Uh, Netflix shut out or something. And they weren't. Um, hmm. Netflix denied. Well, they were denied, I guess, the best picture. <clears throat> but they won an Academy Award, which is, you know, and a serious one. One of the major ones. Director. Best director? That's big. Yeah. That's big. Best actor went to uh, Rami Malek for his portrayal of Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Hmm. Have you seen that yet? You haven't seen that either? <laughs> Jeez. Man. It's... <laughs> I don't get out. I know, but a lot, all this stuff now is on on demand. Yeah, you watch it at home. Okay. Can the kid, and Bohemian can the, Rhapsody is really good. Yeah. No, I wouldn't let the kids, kids watch. watch. Okay. Mm-mm. So then there you go. Mm-mm. Put them to bed, and then you and but I go to bed Carrie before my it. kids do. Ah, that's probably true. Yeah. Pathetic, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, best actress went to Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, which I haven't seen either. Plus, they spelled the, the movie wrong. It's uh, The Favorite. I'm tired of this British thing with the U in every yeah, stink of word. That's the New York Times you're reading that from. Every single word that is uh, <laughs> that is printed now has a U in it. Stop it. But I think that's the... There's no U in the word favorite. Well, that's how it's spelled for the movie, though. I know. Yeah, so why why is I mean I don't know, but I don't like this trend. I, don't I want it to stop. And let's not do it with That's the color. British yep. spelling I don't want of it, favorite. I don't want it with color, C O L O U R. Right. I hate that. I don't want it with defense and I hate that. And defense with a C. That that hacks me off. Right? This is Merca. And so It's a MAGA country. So what happens when you when you copy and paste those stories into your show prep? They all come up with that red line under it, Wait, which I hate. Issue? I hate it. Yes, that, I hate that that's bugs the big me. Issue here. That bugs me. <laughs> so I have to correct it. So the red line's not there anymore. That is awesome. Because I've got some kind of weird OCD thing. Yeah, on you and me both, brother. So it pisses me off. <laughs> so stop with the use in words where a U yeah. doesn't belong. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> that's an important. Uh, we got to the heart of important issue that we took morning. on. Yeah, it, it's important. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home this year, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's a company that uh, Glenn started six or seven years ago with Tanya. And they did it because they didn't want you to have the kind of experience they had with a realtor. So they started vetting realtors across the country. And now there's over a thousand of them. I think 1,200 some. And they've been vetted based on their commitment to the job and their marketing plans and what kind of results have they got? What's their track record? Those are really important issues when you're looking for a realtor. You don't want somebody who just dabbles in it and does it on the side. That that's just that doesn't work. Plus, you want somebody who's a fan of the show so that you've got that in common with them. And you know, it's not going to be really uncomfortable and awkward when you're driving around the neighborhoods looking at homes with them. Takes a ton of expertise to be a great realtor, and that's why we have vetted them so carefully. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent 
in your area. This is the best way to buy or sell your home. Buy or sell fast and for the right money with the team at realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Remove that you from my name. What do you mean? Before I... Uh, I'll, I'll tear that computer apart. Oh, it's been I'll, torn I'll tear apart. It that's the problem with it. It's, it's, it's just a cultured, it's a cultured uh, spelling. No, that's Pat. no. G R A U Y. And that looks like Gravy. a V anyway. It looks it sure like does. Pat Gravy. <laughs> They're going to bother you for the next two yes. hours? Yes. Okay. As, as it is. Oh, so no. stop it. Yes, sir. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, people are wondering where she lives. Show me where your grandma lives. Wait, no, uh, that's not how you oh, say no, it. Oh, no, that's right. Where no. where your grandma stay. Where your gra- Show me, yeah, where your grandma stay. There you go. <laughs> Plus, it's she's not our grandma. She's, like, young enough to be my daughter. Might be a good time to print up your Pat Gray bingo sheet for the week, everybody. Might mm-hmm. be a good time. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, she, uh, <laughs> she, I, she says she still lives in the hood. Uh, but she also lives, and I guess she's really upset that people have mentioned where she lives in D.C. Although they haven't actually pinned it down to the exact apartment building, but they have talked about the fact that she lives, uh, she's got a new apartment in the Navy Yard of D.C., which was, it's a really nice area, hmm. and it's in an apartment complex where the cheapest apartment is like a studio apartment, and it's two thousand a month. Wow! No wonder she wanted to be paid so, early. Remember right? that she was all complaining, like, "Yeah, I can't afford a place to live." Yes, and so go. that's apparently where she lives, and she's all hacked off that people have mentioned it. Well, I mean, you're going to have to get used to that kind of stuff because uh, <laughs> they do that not just to Congress people; they show up at Congress people's homes who are Republicans anyway. And protest on their lawn and scare the crap out of their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a public figure now, huh? Right. You're going to have to get used to That's this. That's right. Good grief. You and did this to yourself. How many times did Gawker show not just where Glenn lived, but where he was at any given time? They showed his exact location live sometimes Ugh. when we were in New York and Gawker was still around. Fortunately, they, they went out of business, but... Uh, I, I, and it it wasn't just Gawker either. There have been many people who have who have actually published exactly where he lives. Not just oh he lives in this general area. They've shown his address before. So yeah, stop your whining. I mean, it's a different game now, and this is what you signed up for. Yeah. And that's I mean I I don't wish anybody ill, and certainly I don't want any violence to happen to her. Um, but. That is the game, and when you're in <clears throat> when you're in the Congress, you're either a member of the House of Representatives or you're, you're a U.S. Senator. <clears throat> that is that's going to happen to you. People are going to tell others where you live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she had a lot uh, going on this weekend. Boy, she was busy uh, babbling about the Green New Deal and all this crap. Oh my god, Green New Deal. She does Ugh. not stop talking. That is unbelievable. So she was. I don't know. Does she do some kind of public forum every week? Yeah, so some group uh, tweeted out a, like a two-and-a-half-minute video featuring some economist 
talking about why the Green New Deal is so spectacular, and she spoke at their little event, and uh, boy, she has such a thin skin, it is something else. But uh, yeah, so she was trying to talk it up and, and complain about people that complain about her. Some some people were actually criticizing um, her Green New Deal, no. and she didn't take kindly to it. Uh, here's that exchange. And I read it, and I was like, you know what? And I read it. I don't care anymore. And I read it. I don't care anymore, because again, I'm at least trying, and they're not. So the power is in the person who's trying, regardless of the success. If you're trying, you've got all the power, you're driving the agenda, you're doing all this stuff. Like I just introduced Green New Deal two weeks ago, right? and it's creating uh-huh. all of this conversation. Right. Why? Because no Why? one else has even tried. Because no one else has even tried. Mm. So people are like, oh, it's unrealistic. Oh, it's vague. Oh, it doesn't address this little minute thing. And I'm like, you try. <laughs> you do it. Right. Because you're not. Because you're not. So until you do it, I'm the boss. How about that? You heard it here. Oh, good golly. That's pathetic. Well, I'm glad we addressed the important uh, issue of cow farts and uh, airplanes. So, yeah, yeah, you're doing a hell of a job. Uh, I tell people who address it, that's that's not not reasonable. That's that's not doable. It's $140 trillion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a good reason for that. You it's, try, uh, <laughs> you try, and until you do, <clears throat> I'm the boss. What? Yeah, yeah. The reason that some people aren't trying is because it's not an issue you have to fix. That's why many Republicans aren't trying because there's nothing to do there. Uh, they don't agree with you that it's catastrophic and that you need to take absolutely draconian, ridiculous, catastrophic measures. To try to fix a problem that's not there. Like a hundred, I, I heard a hundred and fifty trillion uh, over the weekend from some estimates on this Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's pathetic. I don't care if it costs it's unrealistic. zero pennies. I don't want to change my lifestyle for your pie in the sky bullcrap. I don't care what it costs. It's yeah. stupid. It, it is. It's totally stupid. It is. I mean, when you start proposing to rebuild every structure in America, um, yeah, you've you've done something unrealistic, and we can't do that, Pumpkin, but thank you. Thank you for stepping up and trying. That's really great. <laughs> but see, that's a problem. You're 29 years old, and the things you're trying are asinine. Well, she's the boss, dude. <sighs> she's the boss. 888-933-93. Then there's... Um, she su- suggested that Republicans won't have to deal with climate change. Listen to this. And here's why. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm 29, and I know that this is going to be the world that we're going to have to deal with, that we're going to have to live in. And with all due respect to my colleagues, but especially in, like, the Republican Party, it's like, you're not going to have to live with this problem. You're just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I.e., you're like, too old. I mean, you're no, around. but, but mm. seriously... Okay. Like so there's, we're just too old. We're gonna die within the next twelve years, according there's to. There's no Republicans her age. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. What? Whatever. Uh, she is the worst. Really bad. She is really stupid. <laughs> like butt stupid. Oh wait. I don't think that's one. Oh darn it. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 
Um, toxic green and black snow. Yeah, sure. AOC. Falling on Russian towns. There's something for her to worry about. Go to Russia. Yeah, there's there are some problems in Russia where <laughs> the uh, air is so polluted and toxic that it's snowing green snow. It's, look at this. Look at this video. It's like uh, The chemicals yeah, are so thick that it's falling and it's changing the snow on the ground. That color. That is really... Grotesque. That's nasty. So go over there, AOC. That is nasty. So <sighs> people in that town were horrified. Chemicals spilling from a chrome factory turned white snow to acid green. And there again, you've got the U in the word color. Stop it. C O L O R. Color. Stop. It's from the Daily Mail. There you go. <laughs> uh, so earlier this week, <clears throat> pristine snows in Kemerova turned to an eerie black when pollution from coal plants turned the streets dark and grimy. Mm-hmm. So they got green in one town. And black in another. <laughs> That's kind of fun, though, if you think about it. I mean, <laughs> you never know what color the snow is going to be. Um, like the a... Russian people don't think it's quite as fun really? as you might. Yeah, as oh. you might think. And they're not all that happy with Putin and his policies as a result of it. Mm. Oh, well. There you go. See, capitalism cleans the air. Uh, socialism there's, does not. There's no doubt about that. That's, that's just really true. Because it's in, why? It's in their best interest to do it. There's nothing wrong with that. If it's in the best interest of a company, and it is, to uh, try to do things a little bit better, cleaner, more efficiently, they're going to do that. But in a socialist society or a communist society, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. In China, they don't care. In Russia, they don't care. And, and if you ever want to know the motivation, the heart of these socialists mm. like Bernie Sanders or AOC, they're not saying anything about these promised lands that they love, like mm-hmm. Russia and mm-hmm. China and what they do to the environment. No, they're picking on us because the goal isn't to clean the air because we do a hell of a good job of that here. It's to take down capitalism. That's all it is. Uh, meanwhile, it's the second coldest February on record. In North Dakota. So far, February has been the second coldest with afternoon maximums averaging three. The average the high average temperature. The average high temperature during the day, <laughs> three. Three degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> All right. Uh, the frequency of nights below uh, zero. So, wow. They uh, has been the highest of all time. So more nights so below more nights zero, below zero than, than they've ever had in North Dakota. And you said that this is the second, the second, second coldest, coldest February on record. Uh-huh. And if it weren't for this climate chaos, this global warming that's out of control, it probably would have been the coldest February on record. Hmm. In 1997, uh, they had 72 hours that the temperature never got above 20 below. <laughs> Add in 117 inches of snow. Oh my! Goodness. And the spring flood, and yeah, it gets cold in North Dakota. So, wow. that's fun. But is the snow the colors but of the, the no. rainbow? No, it is not. See, no, you ain't got it all, North so. Dakota. You're missing some things. Uh, yeah, you're missing out on some really beautiful snowfalls. Oh, by by the way, can we mention this awesome like? logo shirt thing that's going around on the internet. Uh, the MAGA thing yeah, from yeah. Alexandria so Casio cortez uh, uh, MAGA stands for Not Make America Great Again. It's uh, got a picture of uh-huh. uh, AOC and it says MAGA Make Alexandria Go Away. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm 
I need one of those. Get some traction on that. You need one of those. And I love the eyes, too, in that. Just looks a little spooky there. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about Riduzone. This is uh, something that is really going to help you lose weight. If you're trying and you've been trying and you've been failing, here is something that can get you over the edge. It was This was launched by a local company that produced a metabolite of olive oil and created a patented product that helps people control appetite and lose weight. It's a really big help in helping keep weight off, too. There was a six-year study that showed when you lose weight, your body actually thinks something bad happened, like you're sick, and so it slows down your metabolism to help you gain the weight back. Riduzone has a patented ingredient that speeds your metabolism back up and helps control your appetite and burn fat so you lose weight or keep it off, like uh, Sarah Gonzalez has done now for, I don't know, 12 years or something. For a short time, we've got 30% off uh, uh, for listeners of this show, <clears throat> just go to riduzone.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, riduzone.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. 88. 933.93, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter concerning... Uh, the Jussie Smollett check that he wrote to the Jamaican brothers. And, and he put in the memo portion that it was for, you know, a training fee. So it couldn't have been for anything else. Uh, Steve Badersky tweets, uh, I've never written anything in the spot for a check. <laughs> Coffee lover M, what are you, what are you simply saying was that, was his, <laughs> that Jesse would lie about writing a check for his attack? Why the hate? Come on, Pat. Pat. Uh, Todd Bender tweets, what millennial has a checkbook in 2019? Is Jesse also buying Werther's Originals at the Woolworths with a check? Yes. <laughs> it's possible. That's funny. It's possible. It's good. Gender McGender face. Uh, the letter U does not belong in the word favorite, nor in the word color. Your Honor. With a U. With a U. <laughs> so good. Uh, Farting Cow Airlines, Eric. Hey, Pat, what's your favorite color with a U? See, now it's mm-hmm. just, no. And then the from the mean streets of Helena. <laughs> what's your favorite word with favorite and word, both including a U? Yeah, we should have seen that coming. Uh, should have. <laughs> Daniel Chappelle says AOC's voice is the new Hillary. I'll take that as a yes, Kurt. Uh, tweets: Don't eat the yellow, don't eat the yellow, green, or black snow, Keith. It's <laughs> a good safety tip. Yep, yep, yep. He probably would have been out there doing just that. So what? And from the Steve Forty Two, nothing like says like distinguished <laughs> representative like saying like all the like time. <laughs> AOC, baby. <laughs> she is. Oh, she 2019, you give and you best. give and you just keep giving. She is the best. Uh, yes. AOC, you know, is the Democratic Socialist that just keeps on giving. Uh, all these Democratic Socialists running this year uh, and being the prominent Democrats that are speaking out now, uh, they've made 
they've made socialism the big issue. Wealth inequality is the big issue right now in, in the presidential race of 2020. All of these Democrats who see an opportunity now to fundamentally transform America, and that's what Bernie Sanders is talking about, he's going to finish that fundamental transformation that Obama started back in 2009. And they've seized on something they really think voters respond to. So we're going to see this a lot over the next two years. They're going to be using the statistic that they absolutely have fallen in love with. That just three people, three evil, rotten billionaires. Well, okay, these particular billionaires aren't evil, but they're making way too much money. And even they say so. Even they admit it. They're not paying enough. But these three people, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, and Warren Fat Piece of Crab Buffett, own more wealth than the bottom 50% of Americans. That's 160 million people. Three have more wealth than 160 million people. (laughs) Sounds very unfair. Right? Let's do something about that. What an unfair reality that is. Uh, But let me ask you a question. Okay, ask me. Why? Why is that unfair? Who cares? How does their wealth affect you or me? It doesn't. Let's say all three of them have some kind of enormous, calamitous financial collapse. Maybe the three of them get into a joint venture together and they all invest every single asset they have into it, into this new venture that's supposed to be great, and it goes belly up, and they lose every penny they ever had. How would that help the bottom 160 million people? Does their wealth now go to them? No. No, it doesn't. No. How have you benefited from that if they all go broke? It doesn't benefit anybody. The answer is that because the capitalist system uh, isn't a pie wealth in capitalism isn't a pie it's the bakery where the pies are made you don't take slices of my pie i don't take slices of yours or bill gates pie you create your own you bake your own pie which you can eat yourself completely the whole thing if you want or you could if you choose to share it with someone else But the wealth I create doesn't diminish anyone else's opportunity to obtain it. And I don't understand why the Republicans can't explain this. I don't understand how they can't combat this mindset, this lunacy that's going on in our society about wealth inequality. So what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Except in in jealousy. Except it makes you mad that they've got more than you do. Well, I'm sorry. They, they did different things than you did. They made different choices than you did. Maybe they had better ideas than you. Maybe they worked harder. I don't know. But in a capitalist society, there's not... You're not just taking slices from somebody else. You make your own slice. And and again, when will that be? I mean, I, I hope that Donald Trump can make the case because this socialist thing, 
is becoming kind of frightening right now. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to become really concerned that in the United States of America, especially with the youth, with the millennials, 18 to 35-year-olds, they're all in love with socialism now. More of them uh, have a positive opinion about socialism than capitalism. Yeah, we have um, advocated the um, ability to um, teach our kids the uh, skill of critical thinking. And I'll tell you this. Uh, some of the pollsters have contributed to this because they've, they've said, well, you don't, don't say the word capitalism because that's, that's a negative now. What? What? Capitalism isn't negative? Why? That's a problem. That's that means that we let that discussion go just like we let the abortion discussion go. And both of them are costing us dearly right now. We can't allow capitalism to have a negative connotation with people. It needs to be explained. The free market system needs Yeah, you got to use the word for, you have to use the words free market. No, I don't. No, I don't. I should what I should do is explain that capitalism is the free market. And because of that, you've got opportunity that nobody else on this planet has. The because of capitalism. In 1820, when capitalism was just starting to kick into gear. Do you know what the uh, poverty rate in the world was? 1820, before capitalism really started to fly... 94% of the world was in poverty. 94%. That number in 2011, the last year we have numbers available for this, 17%. We've got to get that across to the youth. They have to know the unmitigated success of capitalism the unqualified success of capitalism. I don't know if that's... Does that work for unmitigated gall? I think oh, I just oh, said... Oh, oh. Well, I just said a mitigated gall. I'm too. thinking 5,000 well, year leap the entire time you're doing that. You have to have your kids read that book. Yes, please. 5, yes, we should go back to leap. that. We should go back to 5,000 year leap. You want to know what capitalism has done, what freedom has done... What the Constitution and Uh and applying that to our society has done, it has caused a 5,000-year leap in time. Right. Um, You go through human history, and we have progressed so slowly in every area. Think of that. From human history, from the beginning of time till 1820, we progressed to the point where 6% of people were in a good place financially. 6% in the world. 94% were at or below the poverty level. Now, since that time, it's down to 17%. It is is success on a scale that is unimaginable. Or 83% of the world lives comfortably. I mean, that is incredible. It's incredible. So, uh, we have done a really poor job of teaching our kids this. And we allowed the school system to teach it for us, and they haven't. They've done the opposite because they're all controlled, not all, but the vast majority are controlled by progressives. And the progressive agenda is to bring about capital or socialism and to eliminate capitalism. 
and to disparage it. And they've done a great job. So it's really up to us to take back the argument, to take back the narrative. And don't allow capitalism to be a bad word to our kids. 888 Let me tell you about Home Title Lock. This is really important because all of our mortgages now are stored online. So if you have a mortgage, if you've done a refi through a major bank recently, there's been a lot of breaches exposing a lot of information. And it gives scammers everything they need to steal your home's title. <clears throat> they just forge your signature as a seller. Then they refile your home under a new name and, and take out loans on your home's equity. And you get stuck with the payments. So if you've got equity in there that you've been building up over the years uh, and you start getting the late payments notices or an eviction order shows up, that's when you'll know, oh, geez, I've been a victim of mortgage fraud. And this is one of the fastest growing crimes, according to the FBI, in America. Don't let this happen to you. There, The bank doesn't protect you from this. Insurance doesn't protect you. And neither do uh, other identity theft programs like like uh, LifeLock, which is so great for other forms. Home Title Lock specializes in protecting your mortgage. They put a virtual barrier around your online mortgage. So go to HomeTitleLock.com, get registered, and they'll give you a free title scan and report. That's a $100 value. You'll get that free for signing up. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Go there now and get some peace of mind on this issue that you've got somebody protecting your mortgage online. HomeTitleLock.com. Unleashed. Uh, do we have we have an economist who's going to tell us about how great the Green oh. New Deal is? Right, oh. it's essential. In fact, it's the Green New Deal is essential. Mm. And uh, here's here's his case. Oh. Climate science is telling us that we're on track for over three degrees Celsius of warming this century. That means millions of deaths. It means billions of people at risk of losing their home to floods and deserts. It will mean refugee crises that dwarf what we're seeing today, and in the future, potentially an uninhabitable planet. This is not something okay. Stop for a second. On. The green. Oh man, I mean, the stats he's just throwing out there as if yeah. they're. I mean, it's a done deal. Okay, it's going to go up three degrees. Yeah, and that's done. And so deserts coming, and and famine is coming, and uh, it's gone up 0.9 degrees. It's been in a pause situation as far as warming is concerned, for 18 years. First of all, there's no reason to believe it's going to go up three degrees Fahrenheit. That's not going to happen. Secondly, if it goes up less than that, and it has gone up much less than, than they've predicted, as much as they try to tell you, oh, it's not only is it, is it bad, it's worse than we even predicted. That's such a lie. Such a lie. Nothing could be further from the truth. But a little bit of warming is a good thing. You're going to have more food, not less. Mm. <clears throat> food doesn't grow well in snow. <laughs> Warmth is a good thing for growing food. <laughs> I don't know. I got, this is so ridiculous. How do they convince people with idiots like this? Oh, but there's so much more. Oh, yes. Refugee crises that dwarf what we're seeing today. Yeah. And in the future, potentially an uninhabitable planet. This is not something you can price on. The Green New Deal uh, okay. is essential to avoid climate catastrophe. It would be worth giving up a lot for that. But here's the thing. 
Yeah. For most of us, the Green New Deal will leave us better off economically sure, than we are today. Sure, yeah, Right yeah, now, yeah. millions of working age people are unemployed in this country. Uh -huh. Many millions more are underemployed. The labor force participation oh, rate look at those is empty three wallets. points oh, lower man. than it was a decade ago. Oh, wow. That represents an enormous amount of Guy carrying his stuff out of the workplace. Productivity growth is also <laughs> still turtle very slow. In large slow. part, that is also That's what turtles do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone needs to spend money to put people to work, give businesses a huh, reason really? to boost investment and raise productivity. All right, let's Consumers stop there. Someone needs to put people to work. Not these billionaires, not uh, these evil billionaires, uh, uh, you know, not private industry. That's right not what people. I'm talking it's about. Be the right people it's got to be government people. people. Go. It's you. got to be the government to put people to work. Mm -hmm. You don't want Bill Gates employing people. No. <laughs> what did he do but create 11 million millionaires? <laughs> that sucks. Uh, the government's way better at creating millionaires uh, yeah. than Bill Gates is. Yeah, and Warren Buffett. He doesn't Warren employ people. Fat piece of crap Buffett. You are you what? kidding me? I bet his secretary could employ some people if she Thank wasn't you. so stingy. Thank She's you. Tax at a higher rate, at least. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jeff Bezos? How many does he employ? Like three or four uh, people? Huh. Maybe. With his dumb little ideas? Maybe that. No, I want the government to employ people. That's what we need is government employment of people. Government take over the means of manufacture, then we'll be set. Well, wait, but I mean, then that's socialism, and socialism is what got us to 94% poverty level, but <laughs> don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, there's more. There's more. Consumers won't spend money if their incomes are low. Businesses won't invest if there's no one to sell to. That's where government needs to step in. Investing in our economy when no one else can, putting millions of Americans back to work, and raising living standards in the process. That's why we shouldn't think of the Green New Deal as an economic cost. It's actually the solution <laughs> okay. to our biggest economic problem. All right. Can we pay for it? Easily. Easily. The Green New yes. Deal will be funded Easily. the same way we paid for the original New Deal, the same way we paid for World War II. Yeah, well, that's going really the well. Expenditures, uh -huh. And the Treasury will spend the money. Oh. Now, over time, oh, that spending okay. will be financed uh. by some mix of borrowing and borrowing. higher taxes, especially whether or not we need Stop to raise Stop it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> some mix of borrowing and, and raising taxes. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And mostly on the rich, so mostly it won't affect you. Uh -huh. But yes, it will. It'll affect you greatly because oh, in order to pay $100 trillion, let's just do the conservative estimate, $100 trillion. Okay. Uh, in order to do that, we'll just have to tax everyone. It will not be just the rich. First of all, there'll have to be an 80 or 90% tax on every dollar the rich make. Then they're going to have to ta tax the middle class, the low class. Everybody will be taxed under this system. Oh, and then we'll borrow. We'll continue to borrow. You know, if if we're if we're spending $100 trillion, you won't have to borrow that much from China. We'll pay for about, I don't know, 5 or $10 trillion with the taxes. And then the other $90 trillion, we'll just borrow from China. Or, better yet, we'll print it. Hey, spend all you want. We'll print more. We're just like Lay's potato chips at the U.S. Treasury. <laughs> and then your dollars will be so, 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 so valuable. Won't they? There won't be hardly any inflation other than like rampant runaway, make Venezuela look like a solid economy if inflation. Mm -hmm. They only had 10 million percent last year. We would probably have 100 million percent. I mean, that is the most asinine bunch of bullcrap I think I've ever heard from anyone 
who is supposedly an expert on a subject like this. Mm-hmm. Let's hear the rest. Yes. Now, over time, that spending will be financed by some mix of borrowing mm-hmm. and higher taxes, sure, especially on the rich. Especially Whether or not we need to raise taxes on the rich to pay for the Green Deal is honestly a bit beside the point. Taxing away extreme concentrations mm-hmm. of income and wealth is good for our democracy. As oh for debt, my God. it's strange to be worrying about that oh when the rates are still extremely and low by historical standards. A if democracy. anyone is worried about federal debt, it clearly is not the bond markets. They seem to be saying, please, borrow more. The limit is on what we can doofus? spend isn't financing. It's the real resources of our economy. Okay. I can't take. I can't take any more. I knew you wouldn't make it at the end. I can't take it. Wow. That is rough. Wow. What a moron. Oof. Don't worry about it. Hey, well, it's beside the point. If we have to take every dollar from every person in America, ah, we can't afford not to. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up. Pat Gray unleashed. And welcome. Great to have you with us on this uh, beautiful Monday. 888 Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from Nobody Important. If I have to choose between dying in 12 years or listening to AOC for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. death actually doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> from Oops All Berries, which I almost ate this morning. Oh, yeah. But I thought, if they screw up this many times for this many years... You don't trust them? I don't trust them. Now you don't know what's in there. Like, oops, all sugar, too, is the other problem with oops, all berries. Did you say that's a problem? <laughs> well, <laughs> sugar's a problem. You know, if you're trying to do a little bit better, you know, li- just a little bit better. Don't. But Get I give in. We I actually have made 12, a different choice. We only have 12 years. AOC says so. In I know. 12 years, we're all doomed. AOC is the democratic socialist that keeps on giving. Do you mean taking? <laughs> yes. Uh, Sarah. Tweets, someday I hope to be wealthy enough to be the subject of a democratic attack ad without being about being too rich. Oh yeah, yes, wouldn't that be great? That'd be nice. Come be nice. at me. Fried cornbread footwear. <laughs> okay. Uh tweets. Pat's talking about pie. How soon before Jeffy shows up? Oh, that's a Good fair question. Point. That is a fair really? point. Excellent question there. Uh mm-hmm. I love this story from Connecticut. Who would have seen this? Well, we did. We saw it coming. Wait, wait, wait. You love this story or you <sighs> love this story? Yes, I, I love. In, in, quotes. in quotes. Oh, no. Here we go. Andrea Yearwood hears the comments, usually from adults and usually not to her face. She shouldn't be running, they say. Not against girls, anyway. Yearwood is a 17-year-old junior at Cromwell High School in Connecticut. She's one of two transgender high school sprinters in Connecticut transitioning to female. She recently finished second in the 55-meter dash at the State Open Indoor Track Championships. The winner, Terry Miller of Bloomfield High. So obviously, well, no, um, because uh, Terry is also uh, transgender. And uh, they set a girl's, she set a a girl's state indoor record of 6.95 seconds. Yearwood finished in 7.01 seconds. And the third place finisher, who is not transgendered, finished in 7.23 seconds. Wow. That's a big gap when you're talking about a 55-meter dash. And I hope that third place finisher girl, she's got a lot of training to do because that is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. If you're her parents, you got to tell her, hey, look, I don't... Women and men... Are the same. Boys and girls mm-hmm. are exactly the same. Yep. 
I don't want to hear your whining about the fact that, you know, Yearwood and, and Miller have giblets. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, do they have giblets and do they have more testosterone than you? Sure. Do they have a different bone structure? I mean, no. No, they don't. You know what? Try harder next time. What, yeah. What's a third place finisher's okay, name? Okay, you're pathetic. What's her name? Her name is... Uh, Loser. That's her name. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It didn't say what her name is. Of course not. It, because I'll tell you this. She doesn't deserve to be mentioned finishing third. <laughs> right? Uh, if you're not finishing first, you're finishing last. Well, if, if you finish second, that's uh, first uh, lo- first root loser, right? There you go. Second is first loser. Miller and Yearwood also topped the 100-meter state championships last year, and Miller won the 300 as well this season. Critics. Yeah, critics. I call them haters. <laughs> yeah. I call them hate mongers. People go. who monger in hatred wow. say their, identi- their gender identity amounts to an unfair advantage. Oh, my. The hate. Expressing a familiar argument in a complex debate for transgender athletes. It's not complex. You talk. (laughs) Help me. Yearwood says, I've learned a lot about myself and about other people through this transition. I always try to focus on all of the positive encouragement that I receive from family, friends, and supporters. I use the negativity to fuel myself to run faster. Okay. Well, yeah, and your testosterone. There you go. And your different bone structure. And your muscles. And Don't worry about stuff. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's the negativity that's pushing you across that goal line first. Uh-huh. <sighs> Connecticut's one of 17 states that allow transgender high school athletes Good to compete without restrictions. Lord. Without restrictions. 17. <laughs> We're only going to... You can only win this, win this fight through this. The parents of the biological females are going to have to have a cow here. <laughs> They're going to all have to have... There's going to have to be an entire herd of cattle. Uh, transathlete.com, which is a thing, and tracks state policies in high school sports across the country. Uh, seven states have restrictions that make it difficult for transgender athletes to compete while in school. Mm-hmm like requiring athletes to compete under the gender on their birth certificate. Mm. How hateful is that? That is. What do you mean I have to compete under the gender of my birth certificate? I'm in- wow. I don't even know what you say to your I, daughter. Right now, I'm identifying as yeah. a female. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, I want to wrestle as a female. And then after the match, how are you going to identify? I might go back to male. I don't know. What am I, a fortune teller? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sweet Lord. Or they could allow them to participate only after going through sex reassignment procedures or hormone therapies. I mean, in Connecticut, you don't even have to do any of that. You're just a boy competing as a girl. (coughs) I'm sorry, that was... Made me sneeze. That was just not true. I I apologize. You're a a girl. Competing because that's what you identify as, and that's Seriously, what you are. You know, growing up, whenever there was not enough people in an age group mm. to place first, second, and third, or whatever, mm-hmm. if there were two people, then they would just compete against each other. Make a transgender category, Connecticut, and all these other states, Texas. Good Lord. I mean, this is out of control. I don't even know how you begin to talk to your daughter about this that is trying to compete. Well, Texas is different, though, because 
it states that you must compete uh, under the gender designation of your birth certificate. Okay. Right? And that's why that female who is making the transition to male and getting all the testosterone and beating uh, all the you know biological girls in her category and mm-hmm. won the state championship two years in a row, it, and that person, they wanted to uh, compete as a as a as a male okay but they couldn't yeah you're right remember that so uh th- this connecticut thing is a little bit different okay but the fact that we even have to have t- take time crazy. to have this discussion is madness in of itself it's crazy yearwood acknowledges she is stronger than many of her cisgender competitors what but says girls who are not transition may have other advantages <laughs> one high jumper could be taller and and have longer legs than another. Yeah. Um, oh my. We're not gosh. talking about high jumping. Really? What? Yearwood, keep your mouth shut. But another could have perfect form and then do better. One sprinter could have parents who spend so much money on personal training for their child, which in turn would cause that child to run faster. Yeah. And one could be a boy competing against girls. <laughs> that might be. That, a that help, might be a little a something too. Yeah. It might be somewhat of an advantage. Miller declined to be interviewed for the story has said that if she felt a competitor had an unfair advantage, it's simply push her to try to try to improve. <laughs> then, okay, oh, One of their competitors, Selena uh, Soul, says the issue is about fairness on the track with wider implications. Uh, she finished eighth in the 55 meter, missing out on qualifying. Um, but she believes that Miller and Yearwood, if they hadn't run... She would be on her way to Boston in front of more college coaches. There you go. Mm. She would have finished sixth. Wow. I would be a little hacked off. Yeah. We all know the outcome of the race before it even starts. It's demoralizing. There you go. She said, I fully support and am happy for these athletes for being true to themselves. See, they even when they know it's unfair, they're still indoctrinated Mm -hmm. to the point where they got to say that. Yep. They should have the right to express themselves in school, but athletic athletics have always had extra rules to keep the competition fair. If you want to eliminate the lines between boys and girls sports, maybe that's what you do, and then you don't have to worry about any of it. But it's going to be a different world. What do the Title IX sycophants have to say about this? That would be interesting to see. Hmm. I don't know. But the Connecticut Association of Schools, which governs high school sports in Connecticut, says the policy follows a state anti-discrimination law that says students must be treated in school by the gender with which they identify, not the gender with which they are. (laughs) It's, wow, wow. Uh, Glenn Lungarini, executive director of the sports Association says, this is about someone's right to compete. I don't think this is that different from other classes of people who, in the not-too-distant past, were not allowed to compete. Oh, good gosh. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take education and understanding to get to the point on this issue. It's going to take education. You're the one who should be educated here. There are differences between boys and girls. And when a boy identifies as something else, that doesn't mean... He's something else. 
He's still a boy. Why do we have to deny science here? Why? Why do we have to deny biology? Where are those screams anymore of, you're a science denier? I'm a science denier? These girls have man units in their pants. Uh, That's not a girl. Okay? That's not a girl. And that's a technical term, by the way. Clinical. Yes. Man unit. Yes. I always want to be very, very correct when we speak these terms here on the radio. (laughs) Joanna Harper, a medical physicist and transgender runner from Portland, Oregon. Where do you think she stands on it? (laughs) (laughs) She says the issue is not that simple. Uh, This is kind of interesting, though. She believes there needs to be a standard based on hormone levels. Until hormone therapies begin to work, genetic males... This is incredible. Have a distinct advantage over genetic females, she said. Yeah. Most transgender teens uh, don't begin hormone therapy until after puberty. Younger teens can be on puberty blocking drugs, but puberty is very individualized and testosterone levels can vary greatly from one transgender girl to another. Hmm. She also said, and this is kind of a surprise as to where this trans- transgender physicist stands the gender identity doesn't matter it's the testosterone levels wow trans girls should have the right to compete in sports but cisgender girls should have the right to compete and succeed too how do you balance that that's the question wow that's kind of thoughtful (laughs) that's uh more thoughtful certainly than the athletic association is being in connecticut she had her trans card uh revoked yet like oh they'll uh, they'll jump all over her just like they did martina Martina navratilova how dare you say there are differences between boys and girls, men and women? How dare you? Why, they're exactly the same. Exactly. The same muscle structure, the same bone density, uh, everything. Strength is very equal. (laughs) Um. I mean, that's been proven over time, has it not? So let's not deny science any longer. Let these uh, girls compete wherever they want. That's really something. Wow. It's depressing. Where our society... It's ludicrous. It's just so insane as to... uh, I mean, it defies... It defies description because it's that stupid. And we will still, I contend, look back at these days as the common sense era. Oh, there's no question about that. Again, five years ago, you couldn't have seen any of this gender identity stuff coming. No way. Would you have believed that... They'd be saying, yeah, the, the transgendered girls who are still boys are really girls, and they can go ahead and dominate every single every single event in girls' athletics. Wow. Uh, okay, that's all right with you? It's what about just, women's rights here? Right, it's just amazing. At the same time the Me Too movement is happening, this is happening with transgender athletics. Yeah, it's crazy. It is it's crazy. The way the American brain has to separate itself from reality to have these arguments. And when you have even a an LGBTQQIA2 plus hero, legend like Martina Navratilova being driven out of her group because she dared speak out about it and and actually dared tell the truth that there's a difference between, you know, identifying as a girl and being a girl there's a difference she knows it everybody knows it you're just supposed to deny reality now talk about science deniers wow there are no bigger science deniers than 
these Democrats right now, and they're that sounded like a stupid computer alarm again, didn't it? Hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. it's been quite a day for the uh, for the bingo card. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign. <laughs> Victoria Hurst started this uh, a few years ago, and she's going kind of against the grain because her own family, the Hurst Corporation, publishes Cosmopolitan magazine, and yet. Uh, Victoria Hurst wants wants it to be limited as to who can buy it. Yeah, and she's it's trying pretty to reason. bring common sense right. to this insane world. So if you're under 18, you shouldn't have access to it because basically, yes, it contains pornography. Things like uh, in being inside the scam of the purity movement. Like how dare anybody say that you should abstain before marriage. And Cosmo tells girls how crazy that is. If you'd like your kids not to have access to that, join the Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign and find out how you can help. All she wants is for the material harmful to minor laws in each state to be applied to Cosmo, like it is Playboy or Penthouse or whatever else. So to learn more, go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. She's not trying to take away their freedom of speech or drive them out of business. She just wants to protect kids under 18. CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, let me just take a minute and uh, talk about your life and the life of the people you care about. It's easy to forget, but you don't just owe it to yourself to be healthy. You owe it to those who love you. This, My wife is continually reminding me about this, which is why Aww. I get my field of greens every day. Because uh, without it, I'm not, I'm not getting vegetables. And it's especially important now because, you know, she's... On a kick right now. I hate oh, it. I hate it. She gets some kicks. Yeah. I need to eliminate sugar. We need to stop eating so much meat. We weigh too much meat. Good Lord. You have oh, to man. stop it. Mm. Wendy's oh. on the way home yes, every night. Yes, every day. Just pull over and eat. Yes. And then show up. Oh, I'm just not that yes. hungry. Tonight. I don't know what's up. <laughs> I'm just not hungry. And then I get my vegetables from Field of Greens. Every <laughs> scoop contains a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables now i do eat fruit some uh but vegetables zero really pretty much absolute zero so this is the only way i get it field of greens i love it just take a scoop and put it into eight ounces of water or a, a smoothie of some kind it sweetens the drink it makes it great and then you know you're getting that nutrition in your body go to brickhousepat.com get 15 percent off your first order when you use the offer code pat BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT to get 15% off. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh huh. Triple Eight, 93 Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter uh, from Just Too Muck and Fudge. 55 meter dash. How long is that? <laughs> Nobody knows. But that's, that's what she said. Yep. Nobody knows. I mean, it could be 80 miles. I, I don't know. Could be 15 feet. Why don't they just call it a marathon? Thank you. Not I don't know. Dash. I don't know what it is. From Oops, the real crime is that when these trans athletes go get jobs, they're only going to earn 77 cents on the dollar of the male athletes. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. promiscuous fish tweets. 
I think Keith needs to put on his Blaze TV Think Box when he's triggered. Oh, that's a great idea. Actually, keep it right. What is that? Down here, it's the uh, Blaze TV. It's the propriety uh, thought box Jeffy and I uh, came up with while you were away. That's stupid. Just a safe space. Um, okay. So I don't have to. <laughs> when duct tape doesn't do quite the mm-hmm. trick. Clearly, I was just not here when that happened. Thought box. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry I wasn't here. Is the camera still on to me? To stop Pat? that. Pat, is the camera still on me? I don't know. Is yes. It yes, little, it is. A little awkward now. Can I just... It's been awkward it? since the second you did this. Maybe they could do a tight shot of Pat now. No, maybe not. Coast clear? Maybe not. All right. Triple H 900 This Michael Jackson movie is causing quite a stir. Wade Robson and James Safechuck. Didn't know what to think when the lights went up after the first public screening of Leaving Neverland late last month at the Sundance Film Festival. It's a 236-minute documentary. Wow. Wow. So that's almost four hours. Wow. It'll air in two parts on HBO and on Britain's Channel 4 in March. Both describe in graphic detail how they say Michael Jackson sexually abused them as boys. At intermission, director Dan Reed even wondered whether or not they were going to be able to make it through the question and answer they'd promised to do. Safe Chuck said it was like being punched in the face, but they stayed and watched. And as the credits rolled, the couple hundred people in the audience stood and applauded solemnly. Robson is now 36. Safe Chuck is 40. They made their way to the stage and they were a little shell-shocked, apparently, from reliving it all. But overcome with emotion. Took them a minute to realize it was the first time they'd ever experienced public support for telling their stories. Now, they're not getting a lot of support from Michael Jackson's family. They're not excited about this. Uh, They both came forward as adults to allege abuse after Michael Jackson died in 2009. And after having previously said at different points that there was no abuse. Robson, in fact, testified in Jackson's defense at the 2005 molestation trial. And obviously he was acquitted. Lawsuits against Jackson's estate detailing the abuse have been dismissed for procedural reasons, though an appeal is pending. So his estate continues to attack the credibility of the two. And they've encountered disbelief and even threats from fans of Michael Jackson's, they say. On Last Thursday, the estate filed a lawsuit against HBO alleging that the film violates a contract to show a 1992 concert for Michael Jackson that requires the network not disparage the singer in the future. Wow, they could never say anything bad about Michael Jackson in perpetuity? Hmm. Well, that was an ill-advised uh, contract if they, if they made it, if they actually signed something like that. So, Reed, a a British filmmaker who's more accustomed to covering war and terrorism, approached the men separately in 2017 about telling their story through the documentary. And they finally decided to meet with him, and he convinced him to do this. Robson has gone on to work with Britney Spears and NSYNC as a choreographer. So, I mean, people know him. People in the entertainment industry know him and i think a lot of them believe him even though as we mentioned 
before that uh, Macaulay Culkin still says, yeah, I, I was never abused. So does that mean it was just not him or is he lying? Is he yeah. still covering up? Who, who knows? Who, who knows? But let's just say you were. I mean, are you? not everybody's going to want to come out and admit that. Right. It's true. But we'll probably never know for sure. 888 Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. There's only four major cell carriers in the country. And that's because it's too expensive for every carrier to put up their own towers. So they all use the same stuff. And so you get the same reliable nationwide coverage pretty much no matter who you use. The real difference is what the company does with the money you pay them afterwards. Sadly, the major carriers all donate millions, and in some cases tens of millions or even hundreds of millions, to organizations and causes on the far left. Planned Parenthood and uh, a lot of other things with which you don't agree. Patriot Mobile is the opposite. They give to conservative causes. It's really easy to switch. Their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as 20 bucks a month right now. Mention the blaze when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT or visit them online, patriotmobile.com, to get free activation on up to two lines. patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got to get to this fun video. Uh... Interesting. I somebody captured this in progress, and I don't, I don't know how. But yeah. you know, we talk about uh, an update on on Jussie and his hoax. This is Jussie's hoax. Um, somehow somebody caught a dress rehearsal of Jussie and the two guys from Jamaica in progress. I don't know how that happened. It just pays to be at the right place at the it right sure, time. Sure, sure does. And here's what that whole thing looked like. Oh my goodness, is that him? Do <laughs> we, we have to go now? We have to right now, right now. Come on, for real, for real. Aren't you the man from the Empire show? That movie? Yes. Got a problem? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, why do you... Doing around guys, here? guys, guys, come on, the accent. More white, more racist, hillbilly. Oh, 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 okay. okay. Hey, Stop right there! What are you doing in our camp? Aren't you that <laughs> from Empire? Yes, I am. I'm the gay Tupac. What's good? Gay Tupac. What the, what the hell are you doing over here? Get more aggressive. More aggressive. Stop around! Let me fight back a little bit. Let me fight back. Fight back. That hurt. What the hell are you doing? More bleach on his. Get the wall. Get the roof. Hurry up! Oh, please stop doing it, please. This is MAGA country now. You don't belong here. We don't like. We don't like your gay single ass over here. Don't you ever bring your ass around here, boy, or we'll beat your ass again. Please don't do it. Please hit him one last time to show we're serious. <laughs> and run away so the cops don't see anything that we already did. All right. Oh. Why? Why me? Why me? It's quite a performance. That's good. You guys, that got, good. you guys got Cash App? No, you told me you got me Venmo. Venmo? I said Cash App. Oh, I get the Cash App you right can't now. You can't West Town Union me because I don't have my paper. <laughs> uh, we're tweeting that out uh, at Pat Unleashed right now if you need to That's great. see that for yourself. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, there's proof right there that, that yeah. he rehearsed it with him. Yeah. Uh, we got the video evidence. No doubt. Right there.
888 uh, 933 Oh, we also have to... I, I got to show you the Diane Feinstein arguing with... Oh, uh, yeah. The kids. Ki- the kids show up in her office saying, please support the Green New well, Deal. Well, they're just getting involved in society. It's we want that. for our future. Right. And because all these things affect their future, they should be able to vote now at 12 or 11 or 10. Well, just open up the voting age. As long as you can read the ballot. Hmm. Yeah. You can vote you, you don't wanna, in America. You don't want to go all the way to birth because no. um, you don't even know if they're human at that point. Right. That's right. You might be able to abort them in like the 83rd trimester. Mm-hmm. So just beyond that, yeah, you get past then they the start 83rd voting. 83rd trimester, it's mm-hmm. time to cast your ballot. So here's uh, Diane Feinstein. Uh, they've got a, a, a letter from kids, uh, and here's how that goes. Can I go in and share this letter? And we're going to do it all together. Yeah. Share it in front of Feinstein. Okay. We're asking her to vote yes on the Green New Deal. We are trying to ask you to vote yes on the Green New Deal. Please. Okay, I'll tell you what. We have our own Green New Deal. Some scientists have said that we have 12 years to turn this around. Well, it's not going to get turned around in 10 years. What we can do is put ourselves... At the faces of the people who are going to be yeah. living with yeah. these Guess consequences. Right. The government is supposed to be for the people and by the people, and all the You know what's people. interesting about this group is I've been doing you don't this know what you're for 30 about. years. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. You come in here oh boy. and you say it has to be my way or the highway. <laughs> I don't respond to that. That's great. I've gotten elected. Wow. I just ran. Uh-huh. I was elected by almost a million votes plurality and i know what i'm doing (laughs) so you know Uh maybe people should listen a little bit i hear what you're saying but we're the people who voted you you're supposed to listen to us that's your how old are you i'm 16 i can't vote vote for me well she i'm sorry it doesn't matter we're going to be the ones who are impacted i understand that i have seven grandchildren i understand it very well senator the cost of not taking this action is far higher than the cost of what the green new deal will be and there is enormous popularity for this bill around okay. the whole country Here's and we're asking no. you to be brave and do this for us and for your grandchildren Good golly i'm trying to do the best Shh. i can which was to write a responsible resolution any plan that, that doesn't take bold transformative okay. action is not going to be what we need well you know better than i do so i think one day you should run for the senate Great. and then you do it your way by that time in the meantime by that time there's going to be a big problem i just won a big election oh my goodness Ooh, are we that i mean that sums up what kind of trouble we're in you've got a teacher there that is completely radicalized and she's radicalizing the kids <laughs> wow all right you you 12 year olds know what you're talking about here really you got this all figured out and diane feinstein at what 80 83 years old she doesn't know what she's first of all she doesn't know what she's that's, talking that's about. true they make a good point there. but at least she's a little less extreme on it than they are. Wow. 85. Wow. 85. So wow. She'll be in her 90s before her term is over. Whew. Wow.
She doesn't look 85, though. It's pretty well preserved. And she has been doing it for a long time. And here's a bunch of 10 and 12-year-olds with their dumb teacher telling her that the world is going to end if she doesn't take this unbelievably ridiculous action and spend 50 or 100 or $150 trillion to fix a problem that's not there. But Jeez. It's an investment in our future, Pat. Wow. If that doesn't prove, I mean, if I'm the parent of any of these kids, they're not in that class anymore. I mean, I, that's all I need right there. I'm taking them out, and they're never going back to that class or that school. This is maybe one of the best indications we've ever had of how important it is to find out what your kids are hearing at school. Find out what they're, in, what they're being indoctrinated with at school every day. They don't, they don't have, what chance do they have when they're being told that this is the only way out that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has figured out like what we need to like do on like the climate change problem. And so now all of these 12-year-olds are experts and demanding that a U.S. senator get behind this Green New Deal, which is one of the most outrageous, probably the most outrageous piece of legislation ever proposed in the history of this country. To be, I mean, at least for some people to be taking it seriously. Yeah. Wow. Good times. Frightening. Good times in U.S. of A. <laughs> That's, uh, and that teacher was right up in her face. Yeah, okay. Well, tough. All right? If you're too young or you can't run or whatever and get your extremist agenda pushed through, tough. Get out, all of you. I'm kind of surprised, though, that Feinstein took as strong a stand as she did. Yeah, She was not happy with him. (laughs) She was not pleased with the situation at all. So, then uh, CNN's John King tries to get a clear answer from Kamala Harris, Uh. who's running for president. She's also a U.S. senator from California. And, uh, And John King is trying to find out how she would pay for her proposals. And I think one of the things, is she on board? I think she is. I think she's on board with the Green New Deal. Wasn't she one of the candidates that we were, that were cited? I think as so, yeah, let's see. I think having signed a, off on I that? I think that's addressed in this, yes. All right. Uh, here she is talking about how she's going to pay for her proposals. You cast yourself on the campaign trail as a truth seller. You say we need yeah. to tell truths. Yeah. Um, what do you say, or let, tell me if you think this is fair, that as you talk to Democratic voters, they're hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they want ideas. Mm-hmm. And so you'll hear things like the Green New Deal. You'll yeah. hear things like uh, Medicare for All. Uh, you'll hear things like whether it's taxes. You'll hear things. Right. Uh, at what point do you say, that's our North Star, but we have to be realists? We, there's no question we have to be practical. But being practical also recognizes that climate change is an existential threat to us as human beings. Being practical recognizes that greenhouse gas emissions are threatening our, our, our air and it's threatening the planet and that it is well within our capacity as human beings to change our behaviors in a way that we can reduce its effects. That's practical. Can we afford it? Of course we can afford it. Two and a half, three of trillion course. dollars a year for Medicare for all by some of studies. I don't know depending on which it. portions of the Green New Deal you pick to do first. That's money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know what the Republicans are going to say, of tax and spend liberals, pie in the sky. One of the things that I admire and respect is the measurement uh-huh. that is captured in three letters, ROI. 
Mm -hmm. What's the return on the investment? People in the private sector understand this really That's well. Good. It's not about a cost. It's about an investment. It's not about the cost. And then the question should be, sure. is it uh, worth the cost in terms of right. the investment potential? Are we going to get of, back of more than overall. we put in? So when you Mayor invest, Bloomberg, well, uh -huh. Amy, Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar, some of your potential fellow Democrats say, yeah. no, it's too much, it's no. too ambitious, it's too expensive, you think they're wrong. I look forward to that debate on the debate stage. I look forward to it very much. Do you, do you look forward much. to that? She, she looks forward to that debate on the debate stage. <laughs> we can't afford not to. It's the ROI, the return on the investment. Yeah, that was hip, the way she slipped you know, that it's the industry ROI. term in there. It's not the, you got to stop looking at how much it's going to cost. We can't afford not to. What's the cost if we don't right? do it? What, I mean, we can't afford not to do this. That is, oh, <laughs> I can't believe I, I just I can't, I can't take it. And you know when she gets on that debate stage, who she's going to be up there sparring with is uh, none other than Andrew Yang, because he's uh, oh yeah he's he's got that momentum going there. Uh, guy's on fire. Am I right? Yeah, he's. Uh, I know he's caught your attention. He's caught your fancy. I mean, he's making waves. Uh, he's going to fix this mess. Mm -hmm. Says yeah. he says we're on a mission to end poverty. Wow, they're yes. going to end poverty. War on poverty. Wow! Something even Jesus said would never happen. <laughs> well, Jesus never met Andrew Yang. Right. That, okay. Well, I'm not sure he didn't. But all right. We're on a mission to end poverty, bring health care to all, and remake the economy to put people first. Okay. It, people are first. I like this. I like it all this. starts with universal basic income. Oh, wait, oh. wait a second here. You know, that's where it starts. $1,000 a month, free and clear. All right. This for every American adult in 2021, beginning in 2021. Sweet and every year thereafter, Lord. of course. A thousand bucks a month for all. That is, wait, I love how many that plan. people live in America? There's 320 million, but that's not they're not all adults. Let's find out how many adults there oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many 18 and over in America? 250 million-ish? Oh, that's what we're going with? Okay. I don't know. Times a thousand? Times a thousand dollars a month? A month. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Thank you, Andrew Yang. Two, 250 billion a month. Oh, okay. Well, that's only that's only like three trillion a year that's exactly what it is it's three trillion a year so what we can't afford not to do it wow just that proposal from andrew yang you're on board three trillion a month i'm on board oh, I, I could use an extra thousand Don't bucks be a month ridiculous with the month it's a year it's oh it's a thousand three. a year no, yeah no 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 no. three trillion a year oh, okay. Just said three okay. okay but it's a thousand bucks a month yeah right? which i that, i could use that who couldn't am i gonna have to pay taxes on that well, of course you have to pay taxes. On I don't that. want to pay taxes. I want to. He said free and clear. Oh, he did say free and clear. Andrew Yang. But now here's the problem. He wow. won't get to that stage oh to debate Kamala Harris on this stuff. Well, not unless you help. Unless you pitch in. I mean, does this not sound like a, a, a televangelist pitch right here? It does. Read this. Read what it says. His tweet. No, that's, uh, that's not it. No. No. no, no, no we'll get to that in just right a second. There. First right of all, there. let me tell you something, something very important that okay. I got to make you aware of. What? It's uh, if, especially if you own a home. Okay. You don't want your mortgage to be stolen, right? Nope. And you I might don't. think, well, how are they going to steal my mortgage? It's because they're all available online. Mm -hmm. And as a result, uh, they're available to uh, to thieves. Yeah. So if you have a mortgage, refi, 
uh, through a major bank. Yeah, there's just been another breach that exposed 24 million more people. I mean, all of us have been exposed at some point to this kind of stuff. So scammers already have everything you need, everything they need to steal your home's title. And then forge your signature as a seller, refile your home under a new name, take out loans on your home, and you get stuck with the payments. Uh, And you don't know anything about this until the late payment notices come in or you get an eviction order at your home. Go to life to hometitlelock.com. Hometitlelock.com. Get your home protected online. They'll give you a free title scan and report, which is normally a hundred bucks. They're gonna throw that in for free when you sign up. Visit hometitlelock.com, get some peace of mind. Hometitlelock.com. Pat Gray unleashed. Oh, so Andrew's uh Andrew needs some help so he can make this $1,000 a month thing happen for all of us. Uh-huh. He said, I need, he tweeted this out, I need 50,000 individual donations by May 15th to make the Democratic debates in June. Even $1 counts. If you haven't donated now, if you haven't donated, should be a comma there, now is the definitely the time. Tell your friends, thank you, and let's show what we can do. We'll be providing weekly updates. I can't wait. I can't wait. So we're going to get weekly updates on how close he is to making the $1,000 minimum income happen for all of us. Did we find out how many? Well, we were we estimated 250,000 adults, right? I mean, 250 million adults. Yeah. Uh, it's probably fairly close to that. So that's a, it's somewhat of a pricey. Again, people would say, how do you pay for that? And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez answered that a long time ago. You just do. You just do. I'm puzzled by the people who say, how are you going to pay for that? No, you just do. You just do. All right. Do we not have printing machines? Where do you think the money comes from? You print it. Oh, I thought it came from trees. Mm-mm. No, we have to actually print it. Oh. Uh, so it doesn't cost us anything more than the ink on the paper. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Kim Lewandowski uh, tweets. Whoever is teaching these kids should be charged with child abuse. They're so brainwashed to the point it is abuse. Yep. Does seem that way. Uh, Nicole, this kind of ambush is exactly what these politicians endorse when it's not against them. (laughs) Beautiful and horrible all at once. That's true. And from Magnum, Magnum Gridlock, uh, I'd like to present Exhibit A in the case for not lowering the voting age. Yeah, from those fantastic kids with Feinstein. Jeez. It's our future. Oh. It's our future. We're the ones who are going to be impacted by this. We're the ones. Boy, they have they have seriously been brainwashed. Uh-huh. We're the ones. We're the ones. Are you? You're the ones. You're old. We're young. We're the ones. Yep. Shut up. Yep, that was uh, David Hogg six, eight years ago. Yeah, exactly. And they will be on your TV screen um, nightly in about uh, six or eight years from now. Let's go to Peter in Washington. Hey, Peter, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat, how's it going today? Good. Hey, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to enlist help on uh, starting a civil lawsuit representing conservatives in America. I see that sign there. It says alien. I'm kind of an alien. I live on the West Coast, and I'm a conservative. Mm-hmm. Try to walk down the street with a red hat on. Any red hat. Uh, I bet uh, that's not yeah. safe, yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. got trouble. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, Husker fans. Uh, anyways, 
I'm an alien here to help. Go fund me. Um, I, I need people to help me on this so that I can look into it. See, even if a civil lawsuit is possible, I'm looking at a whole bunch of people across America, and I'm sure you guys have seen it too, mm-hmm. all these attacks on conservative people. Yep. And I think there's a possibility for a, uh, a, a civil lawsuit that uh, brings in a lot of people. You yeah. know, 50, over 56 million people voted for a conservative president. I won't even use the guy's name, Trump, but, you know, I, I wasn't for him at first, but now, mm-hmm. that, now that he's there, you know, he's our mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And it's not for him. It's for us. And I don't only mean conservative or Republicans. There's a lot of Democrats out there that don't believe in what's going on. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, a lawsuit used the Constitution in our favor. You know, unlike the liberals in this uh, nation that are any way they can, they're attacking us even violently. Yeah. Thanks. So I ask, I ask, I mm-hmm. ask people to go to uh, GoFundMe. Okay. And uh, let's see what we can do. Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of violence against people and uh, so far not being held accountable, did you see that thing that happened at UC Berkeley? Yeah, so. Conservatives were set up there to, I don't even know what they were talking about, but they were trying to enlist support on some conservative cause. And they get approached, do we have this? We have a, the video, don't we, or do we? Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know if we have the video. Yeah. Uh, but just it, cold cocked the guy. Yeah, just bashed him in the face uh, at least twice and then you know called him awful names and walked off. Police were called, but he had run away by the time... Uh, police arrived on the scene, but but they they're accusing him of inciting violence all the while. Well, yeah, because you're seeing a differing point of view. So the violence is you. It's just uh. and I love the headline on CNN: Conservative mm-hmm. activist allegedly attacked on U.S. Ber- allegedly on UC Berkeley campus. I'm sorry, the video shows it's wow. not alleged. It obviously happened, and I pretty still clear see an update on. On this kid. Punched uh, him square in the face. Yeah. At least twice. Yeah, I don't see that uh, they've captured the guy yet either. No, I don't think they have. He's probably a student on campus. Arrest him if I, you want to. I would to. think so. How how many other kids that age are walking around the uh, campus at Berkeley? With a backpack on. Uh, then, this is amazing too, because the, uh, Congress just addressed this last week. Um. They're uh, Democrats in the Judiciary Committee just voted last week against notifying ICE when an illegal alien fails a background check to buy a gun. They hate ICE so much in the Democrat Party that they'd keep ICE in the dark when illegals try to get guns? Why? Right after they they, uh, decide that, yeah, ICE doesn't matter, we don't have to... We don't have to notify them at all. Here's what happened to a an on-duty female police officer when she pulled over an illegal alien. Can I look around to make sure? All right. Wait right there. Don't move, okay? Okay. She's shining her flashlight in the car, moving around now from the back Mina. over to his driver's side you may not want your kids to see this roll it down roll down the window roll down the window little sketchy right here 
uh, she should have, and I think was a little alerted. All of a sudden, nope, he pulls out a gun, starts firing shots at fired, her. Shots fired, shots fired. Wow. He shot at her point blank. The illegal Fortunately alien. missed. Mm -hmm. And she unloaded on him. He is... Uh, we lost him. Yeah. We lost him. He's immigrating somewhere else now. Yeah, he's immigrating to the other side. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, the man was deported multiple times uh, from this country, continued to come back. How often do we see that story? Mm -hmm. Over and over and over again. But we don't need a wall. Deported multiple times, come back, commit crimes. They're deported again. They come back again. They commit more crimes. Uh, DUIs, killing people, um, shooting at police officers when they're pulled over, shooting innocent uh, young women in San Francisco on the pier. Doesn't matter to the to the left. They don't care about any of it. They don't care. Except for the fact that they now want to shut down ICE completely. Yeah, and at the Academy Awards last night, you got people talking about how there should be no borders, no walls, uh, probably no USA at all. And there wouldn't be if we didn't have borders. So... It's despicable what's happening. It is absolutely despicable. And obviously life-threatening. There's a person who shouldn't be here doing these things in the first place because the argument you always get from the left, ah, American citizens do that sometimes. They do it plenty. <laughs> yeah, we've got enough of our own problems. We don't need Mexico's yeah. or anybody else's. Thanks, thanks for making our point. Jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Use that number tomorrow because we will be back then to do it all over again. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed.